How we doing, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Coaching on the Couch. I'm your host, Corey Rett. Today, we're going to talk a little bit of college basketball. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA and a little bit of boxing, too. Uh, we're going to get right to it. Um, so today, you got the top rank 25 teams playing today. You got number 24, Purdue, playing Maryland, number two, Baylor versus Texas, number six. Uh, then you have Michigan State versus number eight, Iowa, number 11, Tennessee versus Ole Miss, number 17, West Virginia versus Iowa State, Kansas State versus number 22, Kansas, Penn State versus number 19, Wisconsin, and number 12, Illinois versus Indiana. I definitely would say I, uh, I definitely enjoy watching Baylor in Texas. That's going to be an interesting matchup. I need to see what time that comes on. I definitely enjoy watching both of those play. Uh, but Illinois, man, oh, man, Illinois. I love the little freshman point guard, Andre Corbello. If y'all haven't seen him, all you have to do is just go back and watch that game. Uh, his One of his games he had on ESPN. We play, uh, they played Bronny James. Um, I think his uh, team was uh, Lutheran High School out of New York. Man, they gave Bronny James the business, man. He was embarrassing Bronny. They literally had to sub him out just to stop him from being embarrassed on television. It was ridiculous. But he's a true point guard, true, true point guard. Uh, we don't really have too much of those. He's a freshman. He make a, you know, he makes mistakes here and there. But if he stay at least two to three years, he will definitely be a problem because he's already a problem. He has it. He got all the mechanics already. You know, when he's in the game, the ball is moving. The team is flourishing. They're executing plays. You know what I'm saying? Definitely look out for him, Andre Corbello. Um. College basketball, I would definitely I, – I just enjoy basketball, uh, college basketball, man. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I'm an X and O's type of guy. I just like execution. You know, I don't really like the whole freestyling. You got too many broken plays and, you know, you got guys taking unnecessary shots, man. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not thinking it through or, or resetting. You don't see too much – resetting going on in the game of basketball anymore, you know, or even, you know, identifying when you got a mixed match, you know, that was everything. Well, one of the key to, to, to ingredients to winning when you know you got a mixed match. Yeah. If you know this guy can't guard you, man, exploit it until they fix it and do something about it. You don't see that. It's rare. Um, so I enjoy college basketball. I really do, man. But I'm very excited to see this Baylor versus Texas, man. I like the Texas point guard. I also like the Baylor point guard. And uh, they play hard. Both teams definitely play hard. Uh, Kansas, for me, is a disappointment uh, this year. They haven't looked good in the last three years. That's just my opinion. They're not as dominant as they used to be. I'm sorry. Um. I would definitely say Gonzaga, man. Gonzaga, the team to beat. You know, last year they definitely should have. It would have been the 
team to win it all, you know, due to Corona and all that. But I, I didn't see any team beating Gonzaga. I definitely had Gonzaga on my bracket to win it all. Uh, and 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 you got to give credit to uh, to the coach, man. You know, they're taking just like every other uh, uh, major um, college out there, you know, they're recruiting kids and, you know, they're getting the top players now. You know, kids are, are, are willing to look over those, you know, uh, what they call them, the big blue, big blue schools, whatever they call that. You know what I'm saying? And they, they're venturing out. You know, you look at the kid uh, that went to Oklahoma State. I enjoy watching Oklahoma State too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like dude's a beast, you know? But usually that type of player, he would have ended up at uh, Kentucky. You know, instead, he chose us to go to Oklahoma State. I'm trying to get the name of this gentleman, but when I do, so Gonzaga, you know, they're 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 following suit, man. Definitely following suit. You know, they got their the 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 big recruit, one of the biggest that they've ever received. Um, if I can pull up his name, just give me a second. You know, but the kid is outstanding. Their team actually looked better, like much better than they've been in the last two two seasons. You know, I again, I I don't personally see any team beating them. All right, everybody has their own opinion, but I don't see any team uh, beating them. Uh, all right, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Got to find out what this guy's name is, man. In the meantime, while I do that, uh, who else is up today? Tennessee. Tennessee definitely played hard. I like the uh, the guy, from, the big man from Iowa. I definitely like the big man from Iowa. I also like the kid, uh, the shooting, the small forward, I'm sorry, uh, Livers from Michigan. In my opinion, he has an NBA-ready game. Got to tweak just a little bit of his mechanics and better shot selection, uh, pick up more on the defensive end. You know, but that kid is, is special. I see him at least going to top five. Um, the big man from Iowa, uh, Garza, he could possibly be number one, could possibly be number one. You know, uh, it's a, it's a big, it's a huge chance that he would definitely become number one, but I enjoy him watching him play. Jalen Suggs was the top recruit for Gonzaga point guard. Um, like I said, man, that that kid could play, man. He nice, like nice, nice for real. Gonzaga did a very good pickup, picking him up. Uh, but getting back to Garza, man, I just love watching big men, like big men with that have great footwork and inside out game. He can kill you both ways. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's very hard to defend that. 
Uh, like when I watched him play against Rutgers, Rutgers big men couldn't do nothing with him, man. That second half, he just turned all the way up on Rutgers, and they had no answer for him. You know, that that that, that guy's special, man. Kudos to him. Shout out to the whole Iowa team, man, and hope they make a long, successful run in a tournament. Uh, now we're going to move over to uh, the NBA. The NBA tonight we have the Raptors versus the Magics, Clippers versus the Nets, Grizz versus Pacers, Trailblazers versus Wizards, Pistons versus Jazz, and Celtics versus the Warriors. Am I crazy for saying that Steph Curry has surprised us all by carrying his team to what the two games over five hundred? But um, you know, I don't. I didn't. I know definitely me. I did not see the Warriors. I didn't think they were going to be any good this year, with or without Steph Curry. Especially once Clay Thompson went down, it's like, man, who who else do you have? Like you don't have anybody. Andrew Wiggins, Trinidad James. You gave up uh, Russell. I don't understand that. You know, they the league is treating Russell like a journeyman. They're treating all the deeper like a journeyman. I don't understand what's going on. You know, there's no reason to trade Russell for Andrew Wiggins. He barely played defense too. It's like, what did you get him for? You know, now look at him. Now he got to work twice as hard, but give him his credit. He's 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 making it work. He's pulling it through. Now, I, I mean, I, I would say as far as the draft pick that they got, Wiseman, I would have never drafted Wiseman if I was to go to State Warrior. Their style of play isn't fit for Wiseman's style of, of play. I would have went and got Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin would have been perfect for, for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, perfect. You, 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 you know, um, Wiseman probably would have fit better with New York. You know, or even better with Minnesota. Who knows? But it wouldn't have made sense to have Wiseman and Carl Anthony Towns on Minnesota. So it was only right for them to go with Edwards. You know, and he's not showing any promise right now, in my opinion. You know, as he's on the decline. Um, I mean, even though it's his first year, we'll see what he do next year. But to me, he doesn't look like he's been working on his game in the offseason. And, you know, you're going to have people saying that, hey, you know, due to COVID and this, that, and the third. Well, that didn't stop him to go to the jewelry store and buy a whole bunch of jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Looking flashy on draft night. And I know I'm I'm probably just making all kinds of assumptions, and I, I get all of that, man. But sometimes I question, like, what are these kids actually in this game for? Are you here to – just get a check or you here to play the game of basketball. Some guys are cool with getting a check and sitting on the bench. It's like, yo, you worked all your life just to sit on the bench. I don't understand it. But we'll see, you know, we'll see what he does in his career. I tell I told everybody he's gonna be number one though. Cause he he was the most NBA ready uh last year and anybody in the draft. Uh, shout out to uh, Lamelo Ball, man. That this is the first time I ever seen him play. Uh, I have not seen him play at all, and I find myself often I'm watching Charlotte Hornets play. Like 
seriously. I watched them just as much as I watched the Lakers play in 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 uh, Denver Nuggets. That boy can flat out pass the ball. He like to me, he's one of those true point guards. When he gets a a consistent jump shot, plays D, get a little stronger, he's gonna be the complete package. And they talk about Luka Doncic, Lamelo Ball is the. He better watch out for him, cause he definitely coming for that spot. And that that's just my opinion too. You know what I'm saying? He can rebound too. It's like yo. Like what more do you want? That was the to me that was the 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 steal of the draft or the best pick the best pick of the draft for that specific team. Like they picked the best player for for their particular for their specific organization. The Knicks fucked it up with OB. They should have went and got the kid from Ohio State who Sacramento drafted. It just don't make sense. Year after year, they just keep getting overlooked. Are they overlooking players that, you know, potentially just could have been great for them, man? I don't understand that. I'm never going to get over the Knicks passing up on Steph Curry. You know, <laughs> so many players. I, I can't remember uh, what year was that, you know, when they drafted Ronaldo Bowman. That might be the same year, if I'm not mistaken. Like, Ronaldo Bowman, like, who? Like, come on. That just don't make sense. I don't know. Knicks got to get it together, man. Um, so the Clippers playing the Nets. Obviously, we know. I think it was about a few days ago. Nets losing to the Wizards. They don't play defense, man. They don't play defense, and a few people, including my brother, they get on me all the time about y'all. You should be ashamed of yourself for wanting Kyrie traded. He from Jersey. You supposed to support Jersey. I understand all of that. I was the one that said Kyrie was coming to Brooklyn, right? Circumstances change. Things are different now. Now I'm looking at it like, okay, if if the Brooklyn Nets want to win and you have three assets, there is nobody in their right mind that's going to say, all right, we're going to trade Kevin Durant before you trade Kyrie. You may say you'll trade James Harden before Kyrie, but you're not going to say you're going to trade Kevin Durant. So when I say trade Kyrie, it's like, yo, that's the best option you have. It's not because I'm hating on Kyrie. It only makes sense. You gonna get the best that you gonna get the best, uh, you know, return on your investment with you know trading Kyrie. It only makes sense, man. Go and get Aaron Gordon. Go and get Andre Drummond. Go and get Ben Simmons. However, you gotta set that trade up. That's who you go get. Period. I don't care what nobody say. Now, somebody, you know, bring forth a, a better trade, you know, then so be it. But as far as, like, for me, those are the three trades that I see that can work perfectly for the Brooklyn Nets. Perfectly for the Brooklyn Nets. Because, like, obviously they have their faith in DeAndre Jordan, which I have no idea why. Okay. So, you know, they... They signed Iman Shepard. He old, man. He old. Keep getting these old guys. We gonna, who are they going to pick up next? Trevor Ariza? These guys are old, man. We need some fresh, fresh legs. Aaron, Aaron Gordon is that is that player. 
Ben Simmons is that player. Drummond is that player. Right? You get Drummond, now you move KD at the three. James Harden at the at the one. And, you know, then you got Joe Harris at the two. I love that lineup. For me, I love that lineup. Like Joe Harris is a shooter. He's a better shooter than Kyrie. Statistically. Right? Consistently. He's a, he's a better shooter. I'd rather have Joe Harris shoot that shot. Yes, I know Kyrie's clutch, but Harton driving to the paint, because Harton has become Danny by far one of the best point guards in the league for the past maybe four years. I have Harton running my offense. I'm Steve Nash. Harden creating, dishing it out to Joe Harris. That's money. Same thing he was doing in Houston. You got Tucker in the corner. Money. Eric Gordon. Uh, money. Had numerous amount of players he was able to pass it to. And once he created and, 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 and the teams committed to him, you dish the ball. That's the offense right there. Literally. Not only, so now you have... James Harden, if he chuck up a three, Joe Harris, they chuck up a three, Kevin Durant, they chuck up a three. Now you, uh, now you have offensive rebounding with Drummond. Cause DeAndre, he he's not getting. It. Right, I'm sorry, I don't care what nobody say. He's not doing it. He traded ass James. It's time to go. Anybody think otherwise as far as keeping Kyrie? Listen. Like it's just not gonna work. It's not gonna work, and and, and you gonna you gonna have people say, "Well, uh, Phoenix uh, defense." I mean, Phoenix Suns never had good defense. Okay. So if that's the case, then why bring Harden? Right? Why? Like, what, what, what's the purpose of bringing him there if you know that that style of of play doesn't win games? Well, win championship. You know it wins games. So is your is your intentions like, oh, we just want to put fans in the seats or we just want to win games and compete and be a part of the discussion? Is that your reason for getting Steve Nash and bringing Harden? Because if so, that's cool. That's cool. That's on you. That's what y'all want. That's cool. I, you know, I don't, I don't have anything to say on that. But if it was up to me, I would definitely get rid of Kyrie, only because he's his weak. He's the weakest link, and send him back to Cleveland. Uh, as far as boxing news, I was reading that Ryan Garcia was trying to compete against, you know, a fight against Manny Pacquiao. I like Ryan Garcia. Don't get me wrong. I think he's better than Devin Haney. Um, do I think he's better than Javante Davis? No, I would say, uh, Javante Davis game is more polished than, uh, Ryan Garcia's and Devin Haney. I don't like Devin Haney. Uh, I think they're forcing, uh, the Philly shell on him and he takes too many shots. His last two fights, in my opinion, he was taking way too many shots. Uh, they're forcing it on him, man. And, 
It's not going to look good when you come up against an opponent that actually understands an opponent and a coach that will understand how to crack that system, you know, crack that code, a la Maidana, what he did against um, Adrian Berner. You know what I'm saying? Um, Ryan Garcia is definitely out of his league, man. And like I said, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan, huge, huge fan. Um, if you're gonna make a fight, I would say it should be a, it was it should be against Devin Haney, but I know he wants a big name fight or or, or the big money fight. So take Devontae Davis, man. Um, take that fight, and you know we'll see what happens. I, I don't. I'm not sure if he'll win or not. I'm really not sure if he'll win or not. They both hit hard. Both hit hard. Um, they're both very you know, slow pace, strategic. Um, they don't just throw, you know, a lot of shots. They're real calculated. You know, they play chess when they're in there. As well as Devin Haney, too. I'm not taking nothing away from him, but uh, he, he uh, his game just needs to get, you know, more mature, in, in my opinion. Um, but that's the fight to make, man. Uh, Lopez... You know, I think Lopez and Lomachenko should definitely uh, do a rematch. I'm a Lomachenko fan, so I'm, I'm really not being biased here. But Lomachenko definitely didn't fight his fight, man. I was real disappointed watching that. He did not fight his fight. You're the better boxer, and you didn't box him. You know, and that's why you lost. I, I really don't care about the, the injury after the fight. You didn't box him. You know, you fought his fight. You know, so I'm I'm praying that you learned your lesson, and if you know, hey, if if Lopez is is willing to fight you again, you make him pay for it. Make him pay for it. You know, Lopez definitely showed me something different in that fight. Definitely showed me something different, but I still truly believe that Lomachenko was the better fighter. Period. Um, uh, rumors, I don't, I'm not sure if the contract is final yet, but Tyson Fury should be facing, uh, Anthony Joshua. I was a Joshua fan, huge Joshua fan. And I was on record. Well, not really on record record, but you know, amongst my, my peers, I was telling everybody, Hey man, Joshua is the guy to beat Deontay Wilder. As time got on. I started to change my approach and I started to say, you know what? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Now, when Wilder Ford Tyson Fury, hey man, I, I want some money on that because I told my brother, Deontay Wilder cannot box. Can't box. He can't punch going backwards. And that's basically what uh, Tyson Fury did. Brother, they want to believe me. They put that money up. Definitely lost that money. Um, they were trying to say, oh, the first fight, he he basically lost. And I'm like, oh, I don't even want to hear that. You're going to see. Put your money where your mouth is. Right? Because you're going to see a, a, a boxing display. Because your boy can't box. And you don't want to face it. Um, but... Going back to Joshua, man, I was a huge Joshua fan. I definitely was a huge Joshua fan, especially when he knocked down 
Klitschko went a couple of times. I was just like, man, this is this is the guy right here. As I continue to watch him, I'm like, you know what? He reminds me of Wilder. He really only has about two moves. Two moves. And that's the one-two. And then that's the double jab. Right uppercut. You know, it's, it's just basically it. You know, Wilder just, he basically has the one-two. That's it. You know, he sets it up with the with the jab. I'm like, yo, man, you, you got to mix it up. He don't, he, I haven't not seen Wilder throw a body shot yet till today. Horrible. He's a horrible boxer. I'm killing nobody. So he just punch hard. He should have took uh, Floyd's uh, offer to, to train him because his footwork is terrible too. So hopefully he works on that before his next uh, his next fight. And I don't take anything away from him. You know, I, I can't go in the ring and 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 box, even though I like to train, but. That's just that's not for me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to take anything away from any of these athletes. These are just my opinions. You know, it is what it is though. You know? I I, I enjoy the sport. So we're gonna conclude that for today. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Coaching on the Couch with your boy Corey Rett. Make sure you guys tune in. For tomorrow's podcast. And make sure you listen on Spotify and all your podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm out. Peace. Hey there, sports fans. Join me, Corey Rett, on my new podcast called Coaching on the Couch. Where I'll talk about sports from a fan's point of view. I'm also going to have some of my closest friends give their honest opinions on the topics at hand. Coaching on the couch. Where I'll be talking about boxing, basketball, football, mainly all pro sports, collegiate, and even high school sports. Listen to Coaching on the Couch with me, Corey Rett, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it gets your podcasts from.